All right, I'm gonna give you a would you rather question today. Okay. Would you rather have BO all the time but not know it, or be able to smell everybody else's BO all the time? Oh, gross. Um, <laughs> ew! Okay, um, I think I'd rather, I think I'd rather smell everyone else's BO because I feel like if people weren't near me, I'd be like, why do I smell? Like, why aren't people like wanting to be near me? Like, what's happening? Like, if I didn't know I didn't smell, how could I solve the problem? I knew you were gonna say this for two reasons. One, because you care about other people more than you care about yourself. Um, so you'd rather not offend them with your I mean, smell. that's disgusting. The other reason I knew you were gonna say that is because you are always I'm Every, always, I'm always. And then yourself. like this shirt, there's no way I can wear this longer for a, a, I will have sweat stains. Yeah. So I knew, you're, you're, you knew you're very conscious of your pits. I'm very conscious of my pits. So I'm you know. I'm way more selfish with you than you are. Mm -hmm. And so to me, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to smell, but if I smell and I don't know it. You don't know it. But I'd rather, I'd rather that than smell everybody else's nasty BO. I want to let you know. Yeah. If you had BO all the time, like, I would tell you. Thank you. So this way you wouldn't have to be in the dark about it. I would totally shed light on that so you could solve the problem. It's the definition of love. Definition of love right there. Letting someone know <laughs> they have BO. You're welcome. <laughs>
you know, what what are the terms of this mortgage that you're getting? And so we told him, hey, 30 years, and this is our interest rate, interest rate and, and we were right. so excited about the interest rate, and it's so low, <laughs> and he said, and he's just looking at us like, He's shaking his head. Like, oh, what are you talking man. about? That's a great interest rate. Right. He's like, I don't care about the interest rate. He's like, if you can afford it, mm -hmm. I want to tell you with as much love as I can, mm -hmm. go with a 15-year mortgage. And we're like, but we'll make we'll make extra payments. And Double we, payments. And he's like, something fine. will come up, mm -hmm. and you will not end up making those extra payments consistently, mm -hmm. and then you will end up paying thousands, tens of thousands, oh, potentially yeah. hundreds yes. of thousands of dollars extra in interest because you're, and, and you'll be under this, uh, this this shadow of debt for 30 years as opposed to 15, 15 years. Right. So after talking and praying and looking at the numbers, we said, okay, we're gonna go with a 15 year mortgage, 15, yeah. uh, which obviously that raised uh, our monthly principal payment right. quite a bit, um, but our interest rate actually went lower because of a shorter term on our, on our mortgage. And the amount of money that we're going to save over the life of this loan, again, hundreds, hundreds of thousands right. of dollars. Thousands of so dollars, yeah. uh, it's well worth it. And mm -hmm. what we've noticed in that time is that, you know, our budget is just, we've adjusted our budget to be able to not only pay that extra in principle because mm -hmm. of going 15 as opposed to 30, but we've also been able to carve out a way to pay more towards right. our principal. Mm -hmm. So instead of having a 15 year mortgage now, no, our goal is yeah. to be down under right. 10 years, you know? Right. So by the time, you know, our, our kids are ready to go off to, to college, college and we'll have right. extra expenses there, mm -hmm. we'll be totally mortgage free. Debt free uh, and, at that point. Yeah, and yes. be debt free altogether, 100%. Right. And uh, the thing that I love about that, because there's a verse in, in the Bible that talks about this in Proverbs, which is written by, you know, the wisest man ever to live, King Solomon. And in Proverbs chapter 22, verse seven, it says, the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Right. Uh, and I know that that's pretty uh, vivid imagery when we talk right. about being a slave, slave but that is literally right. what debt does. Like, Debt puts us all under, we owe somebody something. We have to work that off now. That person is over top of us. So the borrower uh, is truly slave to the lender. And it just gives me, you talked about that vivid and like, so when a slave gets set free, imagine that big sigh of relief that yeah. you can have that deep breath to know, I owe no one anything. Yeah. Completely free I'm now. completely free now. Like that's yeah. amazing. You talked about that imagery, and that's what popped up into yeah. my mind. That's awesome. And so, just as like, just yeah. you know, as much as the next person, we love to have nice things, mm -hmm. but we decided as a family, yeah. as a couple, that we are not willing to go into debt to Over get it. nice things right. uh, because there's a big deal, or, or there's a big difference, I should say, between us having nice stuff mm -hmm. or our stuff having us. us. And if your stuff has you to the point where you have to go into debt and now you are under this financial slavery to the lender or to the credit card company, uh, there's a big problem there. Right. Stuff is meant to be used, it's meant to be enjoyed, um, but it's not meant to be our God, it's not meant to be our master. Right, so. so in our last video, Sacrifice, we talked a little bit about that of making sure like if you want something, you're saving for it yeah. and saying no to something now so you can say yes to something later. So yeah. that was something really Something even helpful. better later. Even yeah. better, yeah. Yeah. So um, um, for us, um, a fun, you know, situation. You guys know if you've been following us right now, we're on this journey of um, of Thomas not officially having a job, yeah. but Thanks we for were. Reminding me. <laughs> but we were able to say yes to him, God, right? The big H, because we could say no to this now. And why could we do that? Because we have that financial freedom yeah. to be able to say, yes, God, we're going to follow you. And we have that ability because we're not tons 
of thousands of dollars of hundreds of thousands some people write so much that we can't say yes to you God you want us to do this marriage thing we don't even know how we're gonna do it yeah. but you want us to do it so yes to you and we're gonna push everything else aside for right now yep. you know yeah and I think another big thing so that's that's just another way uh, another practical way of how we look at what f financial freedom actually looks like right. in our lives. Practically in is, our uh, lives is, yeah, same. You know, and, and one of the things that I, that I look at all the time, especially as a husband, as a father, I know there's a lot of things that God calls me to and a lot of things that I know God's, God's will for my life would be. But the number one thing God calls me to in this life, it's the one thing that I can't be replaced at is being Jen's husband and being Macy and Trey's father. Right. I can be replaced as an employee. I can be replaced as a friend even right. to some people. Right. Um, they'll move on. They'll find something else. The show will go on and, and yeah. business will continue as usual in every other case except for as a husband and father. And, and so when we talk about financial freedom, I don't want to be so tied down to payments and this, you know, a lifestyle yeah. that we build that's like, as long as everything goes right and nobody gets right. sick, we can afford this. Technically right. on paper, we can afford this mortgage right. payment or we can afford this car payment or we can, as long as everything goes right. Well, guess what? Life happens and things get in Absolutely. the way. But at the same time, I don't want to miss out on opportunities to spend with my family. If our kids have a field trip, I want to be able to go to that. I don't want to have to say, oh, sorry, Trey, I can't come to your, your game tonight because, you know, that, that toy that I bought you or that, you know, car that we're driving that's so nice. Yeah, I got to go to work for 60 hours this week to be right. able to pay for that. Yeah, or um, even more some people, yeah, being that, oh, I have to work overtime, so I have to work at nighttime, so I'm not going to be able to make the big game. Sorry, pal. Yeah, so... Yeah. You know, we talk about being financially free so that we don't have to tell God no to things. God is calling you, men, to be a husband and a father right. and disciple your wife, love her, lead her, cherish her, respect her. He's calling you to raise up your children. Uh, and part of that is being there with your time, with your presence, being fully engaged, not being stressed out about the bills, not having to work so many hours of overtime just to afford this lifestyle. Right. Because at the end of the day, when those kids grow up, uh, and your marriage develops and, and matures, uh, and you look back someday, you know, hopefully at your 50 wedding anniversary, right. nobody is going to care about the boat or the cars mm -hmm. or even the trips for the most part. What your kids are gonna remember, and I can speak from this from experience, uh, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, mm -hmm. but I remember my dad coming home from work every day at a good time mm -hmm. and just playing basketball with me out in the front. Right. or you know, yeah. going out in the woods and building forts and riding yeah. bike trails or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Uh, time, time is what matters. Yeah. And if we are a slave to debt and a slave to our bills, we will not be able to do that. No, you're so. not gonna have time for the things that you love. And again, it's that sacrifice bit. Yeah. Like absolutely, like, yeah. you can't have that freedom. That's not that's not gonna happen. Absolutely. So, um, another um, way of financial freedom um, that we've you know, had to sit down and look at like, okay, okay, so when our 50th anniversary comes, <laughs> when that time comes, um, where do we see ourselves in that part of our lives? Like, are we going to live with our kids and possibly be a financial burden to them? Right. Um, where do we kind of see ourselves? And so we started putting away 15% of our income towards retirement. So what that would look like with compound interest and everything is having enough money so when we're older, 50th anniversary, 60th and whatever, God willing, right? Um, that we can, you know, I don't know, I don't want to say move into a home, but like no, move but to whatever. Just be financial free in our right. financially free in our retirement like what do we years. Yeah. Do? Because so many people depend on the government, you know, mm -hmm. to take care of them with through social security, or whatever. Right. And I we've you know, we've had 
you know, economics teachers in college and other people that we look up to uh, who are way smarter at finances than we are that said, hey, your generation, yeah. you may not be you able to depend on Social, social Security. Security. Who yeah. knows if it'll even be around? Right. When you got, so right. if you get that, that'll be great. That's, That's just icing bonus. on the cake. Right. But don't depend on anybody mm -hmm. else to take care of you in your right. financial years. And certainly don't depend on your kids. Yeah. Right. Listen, when it comes to taking care of us physically as far as our health goes, and uh, hopefully we'll do a good enough job raising right. our kids that they'll want to care for us. And we look at that, you know, yeah. if uh, we would be blessed to be able to be there for right. our parents and take care of them, you know, mm -hmm. health-wise and all that stuff. Um, but financially, we don't want our kids someday to have to be like, oh man, mom and dad were so irresponsible with their mm -hmm. money that now they can't even afford to get to the doctor or they right. can't afford it. We want to be, you know, Listen, as wealthy as, as God wants to, you know, as much wealth as God wants to give us, that's great. Um, but we have to be intentional now uh, about using the time that's on our side between now and retirement of putting aside, like Jen said, 15% is the number we, you know, that we've settled on. It could be more than that if you want to do that. But if you can start it something tiny, just put something away. Yeah, something is better than nothing. Something is better so than nothing. When we. Uh, you know, sign off on our last day of work, whatever that is, right. we know that we can retire with a peace of mind and with financial freedom. Right. And that goes back to being slave to the lender. Like if we, like there are some people who choose not to retire because they like to work and they have a good time, they need to be out. But there are some people who actually, they're retiring from their main job, but they have to get another job yeah. to pay off the debt because they still have tons of debt. Yeah. And like you should be living your best life, like spending time with grandkids, maybe going to places with your friends, whatever. But you have to work at 80 something years old. Like, ah, yeah. like we just, you know, take a step back now. If you're not married, if you're single, uh, and you can start this now. You don't have to be with somebody to start saving for retirement. Yeah. You don't have, like start making those decisions now so that if you eventually get with somebody, you guys can be on the same page. Hey, this is what I've been saving, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's not a that's not a we thing. That's you if you're by yourself. Please start saving for retirement as soon as possible. Yeah, and, and we won't get into the specifics of right. you know how you should say we're not financial experts. You know mm -hmm. we're not financial advisors. You can find a good financial mm -hmm. advisor, particularly uh, in our case. You know we have a, a Christian Bible-based financial mm -hmm. advisor that that kind of helps us with our retirement stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the best tips that I've ever gotten when it comes to saving for retirement mm -hmm. is just automate it. You yeah. know, make sure that it comes out automatically out of your paycheck, whether it's monthly or every other week, mm -hmm. however you get paid, take it off uh, before you ever see it. Because if you try to, I know I've heard it said like this before, pay yourself first, pay yourself first, mm -hmm. um, get that retirement out of there. And for us, our giving and our saving for retirement, that comes out right, first. Right. We never see it again. Um, so it's it's not like, you know, if you wait till the end of the month and try to to save what's left over, right. there's never gonna be enough left yeah. at the end of the month. So the things that matter to you most, you automate them, you put right. them at the beginning of the at, at the beginning of the paycheck rather than at the end of the paycheck. Mm -hmm. uh, and just make sure that you do that. Uh, it's just a good way to get into that habit of making mm -hmm. it, you know, making yep. it automatic and then you won't forget to do it or yes. you won't run the risk of something else coming up that's more important. Right. Um, and then I would tell you, just over the years, we started saving for retirement when we were young. Like, yeah. You know, early, 20s. early twenty, early to mid twenties, mm -hmm. and to see the way that that compound interest has worked in our yeah. favor, uh, really awesome. Yeah, hopefully we'll be looking good during retirement. Yeah, well, I hope so, baby. <laughs> Woo! It'll be great. It'll be great. So um, that is where we will yeah. uh, go ahead and end today, unless you got anything yeah. else. No, I love it. I think just keep keeping those things in mind, being able to say yes 
um, to God and not having that um, burden of not being able to breathe because we're a slave to that lender. So just breaking those chains free um, and following God the way he would want us to. Okay. So I think that's great. It's kind of our little tie up here. But guys, um, remember if you uh, felt this was helpful, if you were like, yes, this is awesome, um, LSS, like, share, and subscribe. And as always, if you guys have any uh, specific questions, mm -hmm. uh, you can either drop those in the comments below or you can direct message us on Instagram. Handle. Uh, handle, right? Handle. handle. Our, uh, our username over there is imperfect underscore marriage. Uh, we'd love to just talk to as many people yeah. individually as we can and just kind of figure out, you know, what's working with this channel, what's mm -hmm. not working with this yes, channel. Yes, please, feedback. Uh, yeah, we'll take as much feedback yeah. as we can get. Or we'd love to just encourage you, pray with you, mm -hmm. uh, help you with whatever questions you've got. Yeah or listen to your advice uh, or yeah. your ideas on, on uh, what we could do a future video on. We're always love looking it. for that as well. Yes, so we love you guys. We appreciate you taking some time uh, to check this video out and we will see you guys next time on Imperfect Marriage. Have a good one, bye guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that God uses it to bless you and give you hope for a marriage full of love, joy, purpose, and fun. If you have any questions or prayer requests, or if there's a topic you'd like us to do a future episode on, please email us at imperfectmarriage23 at gmail.com. That's imperfectmarriage and the numbers 23 at gmail.com. Or you can direct message us on Instagram at imperfect underscore marriage. God bless your marriage and family, and we'll see you next time on Imperfect Marriage.